Welcome to another episode of the In the Limelight podcast. I'm Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. You are tuned in to HealthWise 360 with Christy Cordingly. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to this episode of HealthWise 360, a creation of Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media. I am your show host, Christy Cordingly, and you'll be able to see this interview on In the Limelight TV, which is distributed on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and a hundred other smart TV apps. And the audio version of this interview can be heard wherever you listen to your podcasts. And today I am excited and thrilled to be interviewing Susanna Stoika of Healing Alternatives and author of the book, Healing with a Loving Heart, Discover the Power of Energy Healing. Susanna was born a healer and trained as a computer design engineer, and the combination of the two made her a creative engineer where her work includes several U.S. patents and a PhD in computers designed with brain cell like circuits, as well as an inquisitive healer. She's one smart cookie. Having a passion for sharing her knowledge, she has taught courses at universities, including Harvard Medical School, the University of Michigan at Ann Arbor, and Wayne State University. Her work in delayed brain trauma was published in a peer-reviewed medical journal, and she is currently working on her 10th book on healing. So welcome, Susanna. Thank you for having me, Gracie. <laughs> so happy to have you. So I would like to actually start with a little bit of a personal story, if that's okay, because that's your work changing from computers to healing and brain trauma actually came from a bit of a personal story where you had to sort of unlock your own healing. Is that correct? Could you share a little bit about what happened and how that empowered you to help others? Uh, actually, I uh, did in parallel the engineering and the healing. Um mm -hmm. I heard that I was uh, I had this capability very early on, but I didn't remember. My dad remembered it. And then when uh, I was married and I had a kid, uh, my husband used to have really bad backaches and needed help with it because he wouldn't go to the doctor. You know this proud mm -hmm. uh, people who don't go to the doctor. <laughs> So I figured I have to help him because he was in really bad uh, pain for weeks uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. And I ended up studying first uh, reflexology, but he was too ticklish. So <laughs> all went out the window. And then I found a book actually in Canada in the biggest bookstore, um, which was about uh, a healing energetic healing uh, based on Chinese medicine mm -hmm. and uh, I I studied it and the, at the very end of the book I I had a phrase don't try it on your own you need to have uh, proper training because otherwise you might get unexpected reactions mm -hmm. and I heard about those uh, unexpected reactions later on after uh, because if you release uh, energetic patterns, the trauma too fast, people can get really violent. So I didn't know that I uh, followed the advice and I found a course very soon after when I was looking for it. And that's a course when we were practicing, uh, my hands took off 
I didn't have control of my hands anymore. I couldn't stop them. I couldn't move them. <laughs> I had no control whatsoever. And I got so scared. And I looked at the teacher because everybody was practicing two by two. And he just did like this, follow it, <laughs> calm down. And uh, in about... 20 minutes we were we stopped my hand stopped everybody was looking at me what the heck I was doing yeah. I didn't know what I was doing and uh, very interestingly during the this uh, event I had some images in my mind and okay. very unusual images one was that uh, from the lung of this person some gray uh, plumes came out it looked like it and uh, I don't know how I knew I had to uh, throw a white light at it. And the other one is that I found myself floating inside a very famous, uh, actually UNESCO pro uh, uh, protected church in uh, Romania. And it's a famous church, very beautiful, which has very very tall uh, stained glass windows and the famous organ and mm -hmm. I could hear the Bach music and uh, so we stopped I I was <laughs> completely speechless <laughs> and we went for lunch and uh, the lady I was working on says during I couldn't put anything in my mouth I was so shocked and this lady was chattering all the time and she said you know, I a month ago I had this really bad flu and I couldn't breathe afterwards. And whatever the doctors tried, all sorts of antibiotics didn't, nothing helped. Uh, they couldn't find anything in my lung when they did the tests. But now I can breathe finally. And she showed us that she was completely free. She was breathing. And then as we went back, uh, um, to the class, she turned around and she said, you know, I have to tell you, I had these very strange images while you were working on me. And she gives me back exactly the images which I saw. Now, this <laughs> scared me even more <laughs> because I, I had no idea what I was working with. And it didn't fit my engineering background at no, all. No, there would be the opposite of science, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, we went back. I uh, I went through the class. I it was terrible because in the class uh, this method of healing uh, you are supposed to push deeper or not as deep into the body, and every time I tried to push into the body, my hands would lift like some power would lift my hands off the body. So I flung the in my eyes. I flung the class, but the teacher said that uh, don't worry. That's what you should be doing. And I said, what is that? And she said, you will have to find out for yourself. So it took me about two years to figure it out. And I started uh, doing healing in a intentional way when my son was diagnosed with uh, a tumor on his adrenals. And I was able to, I said, I have to do it. Because if if I was able to help that lady, I I have to help my son. Absolutely. And I was able to help him to the amazement of the doctor. Uh, his adrenal were hot, 
I I thought uh, my hands will will uh, get burned. It's so hot, and in three days they were completely normal. I was I always told me to work on him a whole the whole week, and when we went back to the doctor, he was amazed because his tests were completely normal and wow. no nothing was fine at the uh, X-ray. So that started. Of course, the doctor, knowing what I was doing, started sending me uh, people, these impossible cases. So that's how my life as a healer started. And on the way, at one point, I told my dad, you know what happened to me? I, I have no idea what it is. And I explained to me what happened at the course. He said, oh, you were doing it when you were seven years old. Really? And she, he said, I said, what are you talking about? He said... Remember when your mom walked into a window and cut her uh, head? It was a very bad cut and it was profuse bleeding. And my dad couldn't see blood. He would faint. As strong a person as he was, he automatically fainted at blood, at the sight of blood. So he gave the seven-year-old cotton and uh, gauze and uh, sulfur because that's what we were using at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was shouting from the kitchen what I have to do. <laughs> and uh, I remember because it was so unusual that I was, I was directed to walk my finger on the cut back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, sideways uh, till the bloody bleeding stopped and then I bandaged my mom and then my dad said they, they went to the doctor they actually it was the bleeding was so bad that they uh, called out the ambulance oh, wow. to take her to the doctor and when they opened it up the doctor said look if you would have come right away uh, I would have put clamps quite a few clamps because at that time there were these metal clamps. Uh, but now there is nothing I can do. By the way, when did this happen? And he said, uh, my dad very proudly, he says, about two, year, two hours ago. <laughs> and what said, you should have seen the doctor's face. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that's a story. And then I started uh, being... Uh, having uh, people refer to me uh, as I was working as a as an engineer and actually what I found absolutely interesting was that uh, being a healer and working in a space of intuition because that's what healing works with uh, you have to have a good intuition and insight into what's happening with a person and have to let free as opposed to engineering, where you have to be very, very regimented. Yes. I became uh, very inventive. And also, um, it brought, I was inventive as a child too, but it even enhanced it. And I was able to do absolute impossible things. My, they called me Mikey. That's <laughs> because of Mikey. The, this project is crazy. Give it to Susanna. Yeah. <laughs> Ed was the Mikey who eats uh, cereal because no one wants to to touch that new stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. like you design computers that work like brains. Like you, yeah. it isn't it amazing that it's like both sides of your brain were opened up as you learned to embrace more, yeah. like you had more access to it. So yeah. share to us how do how do we heal? What what does healing actually mean? You talked a bit about intuition, but what what is healing? Uh, every person, actually every living thing, even stones have an energy field, mm -hmm. which is a, a people who are sensitive can feel it. And uh, actually anyone can feel it if you have a good person to teach you how to feel it. And this energy field, to my utter surprise as an engineer, is what governs our health. Is like the software for a computer hardware. So our physical body is uh, the hardware and the software which controls how we actually react is this energy field. Now, if we have trauma or uh, we are very tired, the makeup of the field changes. Mm -hmm. Now, if, the, if we correct what uh, changed in the field, immediately then the physical doesn't change but if if we leave it for example we are constantly exhausted eventually the physical will change and that has an explanation actually uh bruce lipton has a book uh, called biology of belief and he did some experiments and found that the proteins in our body curve with stress now imagine now imagine that we are, what is a DNA? It's a helix, right? Mm -hmm. so the helix, uh, if the protein bends, what happens? The healing start, uh, tightens. Now this helix is, support, is like a ladder and it's supposed to split in two vertically and half of it goes to the new cell and half of it dies, dies off. Now if it's tight, the split is not correct has mistakes and that's the explanation why we get sick oh so interesting because because we are the replication doesn't happen properly related to this when i started healing i thought that emotions are about five percent of our well-being i can tell you emotions are 90 percent, sometimes 100 percent of our well-being yes it's amazing. I was, that was one of our biggest surprises. Uh, and how we live our lives, how we look at the uh, world around us is actually what we manifest in our lives. Because we can, uh, you see, uh, you can see a person who is terribly disabled, but very cheerful mm -hmm. and very smart. I have a, a nephew who who is uh, very disabled from MS and he's the smartest guy and he goes to parties okay. and he is welcome at the parties because he has this absolute fantastic attitude. And you find people who, who have everything uh, and they are miserable. And uh, one case was of a woman who had millions of dollars. Uh, she was very well off through her husband, through her inheritance from the, her family, and her grandpa died. 
and there were five siblings and the grandpa left, left about $10 million. And he decided that from the five siblings, each one will get a 1 million and the one which was disabled gets a rest. So the ones who had money and were able to take care of themselves got 1 million and the one who disabled and needed 24 hours uh, help got the rest so can get the best of uh, care. Mm -hmm. This woman made herself sick because she wanted to have the other million, which is was due to her. And she was so miserable that she ended up developing terrible uh, allergies and they were becoming worse and worse as the time was passing. And whatever the doctors tried didn't work. So they finally, the doctor had enough, said her to me and said, maybe you can figure it out. <laughs> and we figured it out. And I I worked with her and she eventually gave up her idea, recognized that uh, it was stupid to, uh, basically the lawyers were taking the money. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally she realized what she was doing and her allergies disappeared. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's psychosomatic, right? In a way. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and so how, how do we heal? So if we've, maybe our DNA hasn't split correctly in that, like how, what is the process that we go through to start healing? So what is happening is that you get, you have many avenues of healing mm -hmm. and you have to, to, uh, this energy field acts as a tem template. So the if the template is wrong and we become sick, actually we can correct the template and become healthy. Uh, unless uh, the problem, the health problem is a, uh, caused by a trauma, usually a healer can see it ahead of time in the field and prevent the uh, a person from getting uh, sick. Mm. So um, if you have regular uh, healing sessions or acupuncture or Tai Chi or meditation, uh, you can prevent yourself from getting sick. If yes. it's trauma, what is interesting, many times even the trauma is caused by emotional reasons. And in order to fully heal from the trauma, from physical trauma, you have to resolve the emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. You have to uh, solve the emotional part. And one thing that is interesting is how much cancer is related to emotional trauma. Cancer is, uh, in my experience, cancer is always an unresolved emotional problem uh, gives a person getting sick, not that the person wants to get sick, but subconsciously generates this illness, which gets out from the problem. So switches off the problem. For a, the most typical example is a mom who does everything for everybody. She cooks, she she takes care of the kids, she takes them to the, all the activities, and no one is helping her. And finally, she gets sick and she gets very sick and everybody is helping her. 
Yeah. And that case, uh, I actually, I had a um, case with a woman who came to me because uh, she had a partial mastectomy. So her breast got off because of uh, cancer. And even then, her uh, tests showed that she's going to have another cancer because she uh, and she had a two and a four year old oh. and when we worked together i found out that what the problem was subconsciously she wanted to get out of being volunteered by her husband who was very very involved with the church he volunteered his wife to work uh in, as a volunteer, collecting money from the rich pensioner and giving it to the poorer ones. Now she was she was a very kind woman, so she was very successful. So more people came to their church, and eventually the rich pensioner said, "I gave and gave and gave. I can't give all the time." And people on the other side were pulling her, saying, you gave me, you gave me, why don't you give me more? And she was in this seesaw, and the only way to get out of it was to get sick. So once we found out what was the reason, uh, she says, now, how do I talk to my husband and tell him to let me off the hook with the church? And I said, it's very easy. You go to him and you tell him, what do you prefer? To raise the kids on your own or you want, <laughs> or you want me healthy? Yes. So she went home and her husband said, absolutely. No, no, I didn't realize that you were you were in such a seesaw of emotions. Uh, absolutely. Do whatever is best for you. I want you with me. So she comes next time very happy, but at the same time very uh, worried. How do I talk to the priest to tell him that I am not going to do it? <laughs> and I said, look, tell him that you are going to do something else. You are going to volunteer. You did this, and now you would like to do something else and figure out if you want what you want to do. So she, she got to the priest. She said... Uh, uh, I would like to do something else. I said, no, 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 no. You take care of yourself. Take all the time you need. Get well. And then we'll talk. Amazing. So she was delighted. Suddenly her field is perfect, holding the energy. She goes, takes the test. And he said, I have better tests. She called me up delighted. I have better tests than in 15 years. Amazing. All his, all this cancer was about three or four years. So uh, she was delighted. That's amazing. You know, and it, it kind of makes me think of the saying where as sick as our secrets, right? Like it was emotion that for some reason she didn't feel safe to express right and it just it just sticks in our energy it sticks inside and it manifests in physical ways so you're focusing a lot on brain trauma why why brain trauma why is this so important for you to focus on uh, for me brain trauma is uh, especially important because i had uh, several brain traumas Two of them on the same day. Oh, my goodness. Actually, at the time, I was at the peak of my career as an engineer. And after hours, I was working in a medical practice, helping doctors to diagnose complicated illnesses because I can see in the field 
what actually started the problem when people uh, come to the doctor and they have everything is wrong. Yeah. I can see in the field what was the sequence of things. So if I can pull the original problem out and I can tell the doctors do such and such a test and you will see that's the worst part. Then if we correct that, the person get, uh, it's like a deck of cards, it collapses. It's, uh, the person gets faster, so fast, well, much faster than anything else. Plus they save a lot of money in tests, you know, time mm -hmm. and money and everything. So um, I, I uh, worked with that, plus I was doing healing in the practice. And uh, one beautiful uh, weekend, a doctor from another practice wanted to send us his uh, problem cases and asked me to give him a demo before, uh, it was a Saturday, so before the patients were coming. And I did the demo and I locked the door for the patients, the door for the doctors. And then I, when I came out through the doctor's door, I, I tried to go to the patient door to check that it's well locked. And I, uh, I hit a, a black ice because it was a beautiful February, cold, cold uh, morning, and it was sunny. The you know the skies completely clear and sunny in winter, which are gorgeous, and then you get the black ice. And I fell from a standing position, nothing on my head, on my back, on cement. And knowing that the patients were coming at one o'clock, I, uh, in a very confused state, I went and I bought some uh, salt to salt to make the black ice melt. And when I, I was very, very careful and still because I was so um, out of it, I fell again. And uh, the doctors told me that that was a major uh event because already my my neck muscles pulled my head back so when i fell again and hit the back of my head it was really bad so um, at that point i could decide i had to decide if i was staying or going and i decided i heard my son's voice so i decided to stay and uh, fight my way back and it was a long fight because when I got up, I couldn't remember words in any of the languages I speak, and I've influent in three. Wow. Words, phrases was out of question. For years, I couldn't see well. Uh, I Just every bone in my body was out of place, including fingers and toes. <laughs> oh. the, the palate, the bones were on top of each other, or my... Uh, Scar bones were jammed. I couldn't turn my head at all. I was turning on in full body. It was a mess. Anyway, uh, I couldn't learn anything new. So my career as an engineer was gone. I couldn't do healing because uh, if I tried to do healing, I got even worse headaches. And no one could help me with the headaches till uh, a year and a half later, I was sleeping only in... Uh, Lazy boy, if you know what is that. Yeah, you can only sit sitting up, right? Yeah, sit, lay down. Sitting, in a sitting position. And uh, I couldn't lie down because uh, 
as horrible as the headaches were, when I tried to lie down, it was even worse. And two, two and a half years into it, I uh, it was discovered that one of the valves that le let uh, the spinal fluid go into the brain and go down was blocked. So the spinal fluid would go up in the brain, but it couldn't go down. Oh. Yeah. And then... Uh, one night I couldn't take the pain anymore. And I said, God, I can't, I tried everything I know. I, I, I use my knowledge by that time I was working 15 years with brain injuries. So I use my knowledge of uh, brain injuries, but still I couldn't stop the headaches, which were horrible. And I said, God, I can't take it anymore. I can't live this way. And I heard a voice telling me what to do. I did it. And suddenly I didn't have headache. It came back next day. And then every day I had to test something else uh, to do. And eventually I got rid of the headaches. And slowly, slowly I uh, recovered. On my way to recovery, I uh, found a lot of people who were offering help. But it was no help at all and i spent so much money for nothing so i decided that uh when i was still very sick and hardly functional that i am going to get out of it and i am going to write a book to to help people who have brain injuries so they don't spend the money because uh, i had also a frontal brain injury so anyone who whoever told me to do something, I would do it because you don't have that filter. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the judgment part is gone, right? Yeah, so you're just because, trusting, so, yeah. Exactly. So I I knew that I'm going to write that book and eventually it became a reality. It's called the Heal Your Brain, Reclaim Your Life. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, and also because I, I couldn't find any healer to, to do the work I was doing, uh, I decided that it would be the most beneficial if I work with brain injuries, which doesn't mean that I can't work with anything else. I did work, but uh, brain injuries are especially um, different from the rest of the work on the body. And I had, for example, a case, uh, a lady in Romania who was who her daughter knew me and uh, called me up saying that my mom was taken by my dad to the hospital uh, with horrible headaches. And can you look into it? And it was seven hour difference compared to where I am. And I said, okay, I will look at her. And I, when I went and I looked, I, I saw that she had a brain uh, bleed. Oh. That's why it was a horrible headache. And uh, I was able to stop the bleed and actually resolved it uh, somewhat by next morning. Now, the woman had an MRI when she went into the hospital. And they were shocked the next morning because I worked during the night in Romania. <laughs> next morning, she was on her bed and asking for food. Oh, wow. Completely. Feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they were so shocked they did another MRI and she it was they said oh my god this is the bleeding stopped and the first MRI shows the bleeding the second MRI shows the resorbed uh, blood 
It's so, all resolved. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, I am so grateful every time I can help somebody this way. So yeah. is this is this something unique to you or are the things in your book, things can people do for themselves or do they have to have, like is what you have a gift or is it partially learned? Like can other people develop this ability? Uh, I didn't find anyone doing this, yeah. what I am doing, I, unfortunately. And I... I was trying to put together a, a course and I didn't uh, didn't figure yet out how to how to <laughs> teach what I what I know because it's it's so much intuition and letting go and it's very difficult for people to to let go of the judgment and just let it happen mm-hmm. and it's, it's very difficult uh, because of that to 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 teach it one day <laughs> one day somebody will now you wrote the book originally 20 years ago and now you're in the process of rewriting it right so are no, you I the, the book uh healing with uh, the original title was healing with a loving heart is this one mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, i rewrote it because originally uh they were only stories of healing uh, because people were, um, I was uh, asked to tell people about experiences of healing to better understand what healing is and mm-hmm. how it works. And eventually, as I acquired more and more knowledge, I I wanted to help people help themselves. I am a strong believer of not only doing uh, the healing work with somebody, but teaching them how to stay healthy mm-hmm. and how how what to do to stay healthy. So the most recent book, Healing with a Loving Heart, is uh, also every chapter of story uh, has more stories, of course. Uh, has what to do if you if you have this diagnosis. Now I have to uh, to tell you that. We don't work with labels as a healer. Uh, as you well know, uh, you can have a certain problem and the doctor has a hard time to figure out what is it coming from. For example, headaches are a typical thing. It comes, it can come from the liver, it can come from kidneys, it can come from uh, uh, low iron, it can come for uh, bad circulation in your brain. Uh, uh, only stress so it's very difficult but uh, to define so they run a lot of tests on you so in that chapter about headaches I give people uh, some ideas what they can do in order to to help the doctor diagnose diagnose easier uh, a headache yes or because it's very important to give the doctor helping information mm-hmm. uh, otherwise you you run test after test after test and many times uh, you could can't figure out what is happening because we are a system and modern medicine uh, unfortunately considers people as pieces yes 
right, the hand, the foot, the eyes, the head, the <laughs> nose, you know, uh, we are not a system, but we are in uh, medical science because they are trying to classify stuff. And sometimes it doesn't lend itself very easily to this classification. Healers work with what is wrong in the energy field. Mm -hmm. And what's happening in the energy field, for example, if you have uh, a pus, you have a sinus infection and you have pus, the energy field will be sick, much sicker than normal. So you take that sickness away and the inflammation uh, disappears. Mm -hmm. uh, or, for example, if somebody has a broken bone, you have a break in your field. You're, in energy work, you can uh, make a, a correct the weave of the energy field and the bone was, will heal very fast. Mm -hmm. So um, we can we can uh, help a lot ourselves by understanding these things, yes. by by uh, doing certain things for our ourselves to keep healthy and to get healthy if we get sick. Yes, I love that. I wanted to just end with. A question about because you talked about a lot of the issues really stem from emotion and an emotion that seems to be quite prevalent in society and, and all of us a lot today lately seems to be anger and you talk a little bit on your website about you know anger really has a lot of negative like prolonged anger I mean it's natural to become angry sometimes it's still a natural human emotion but prolonged anger can really lead to some really tough issues of poverty abuse and and you know major illness so how does someone recognize that maybe their anger is bordering on that unhealthy level and what steps could they take to start to work through the process of releasing it so that they're not so triggered that they're not so angry that they're not holding on to this emotion that is so toxic uh Generally, in order to be able to better deal with you with one's emotions, uh, it's the best thing is to train yourself to see the glass half full. Mm. Recognize uh, one thing that I have seen is that always you will find people who are much worse off than you are. And recognize the blessings in your life. Because, uh, for example, I was in, in my situation, uh, it's a long story, but I was <laughs> in, at a point where I literally didn't have money for food. Mm -hmm. But I, I focused on the fact that I was young and healthy. And I had a wonderful son. And I found joy in it. And I focused on what was positive. When, when you are on a base of looking at the blessings in your life, because you, you have a lot of blessings, from the nice sunshine, uh, which is one day, or the rain, which uh, uh, comes in places where rain is welcome, 
to a pet that you have, a loving pet you have, you can find a lot of stuff which is really a blessing in your life. And when you have that base of, it creates an equilibrium in your field. So it strengthens your, your energy field. Interestingly, you are not so swayed by, by negativity. Uh, is But if you are always angry, always looking at how people are taking advantage of me, my boss is uh, horrible, my uh, people who I am working with are, are all getting ahead and I am left behind. If you have this attitude, it, you are just putting more fire, more wood on the fire, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I had a, a, a colleague in my engineering practice who were given both of us the same assignment. It was in, uh, in engineering, it was uh, something that was a very repetitive work. And he was pissed to the nth degree and he was <laughs> complaining every day that uh, is a technician's work, not a, a engineer's work. Engineers are supposed to be inventive. And what I said, no, because a, a technician will do repetitively. You are expected to do something better. Do it in a better way. Find a better way. And he complained and complained and complained that I am uh, uh, intellectually lazy in the way that I always look for an easy way to do mm -hmm. things. So I figured out uh, how can I reduce my work by 50%, literally. And actually, it was a way, it became a way to to it was generating the functions for very large scale integrated circuits um and it became the, the standard way of design and the guy complained so much that eventually he got laid off <laughs> he was creating such a bad environment so instead of focusing we have a, a certain amount of energy you have a, a choice you can uh, use your energy to create something nice, to enjoy life, or you can use the same energy to become miserable, more and more and more miserable. Mm -hmm. It's your choice. I sort of had a little vision of, you know, when your energy is healthy and positive, it's sort of like a force field, right? All the, you're more resilient, things bounce off you a little bit easier and when it's anger energy, it's more like a magnet, like you're just sucking it in like a black hole, right? Like it's just so easy to attach to like static or Velcro, right? It just like. Yeah, actually, I uh, when I was teaching about healing um, at courses, I have a, um, an exercise uh, when I teach people how to perceive energy. Uh, I tell them, OK, I am going now to to think about something very positive. And usually I think about my, my son or my grandkids and my energy becomes big and I teach them how to feel the energy field. 
And now, and I say say to them, now I am going to think about something really uh, upsetting. And you can feel the energy field literally collapsing. And by the way, the energy field acts as a kind of uh, protective shield around us. So when you are in a positive frame of mind, you don't get sick as easier, mm-hmm. as easily. But when it's collapsed, actually, you it seems like the bugs just stick to you. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps coming. Just keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, if you want, if uh, people want to find out how to do some very, very simple healing exercises to understand this energy, uh, my book on um, Reluctant Healer has at the end some very, very simple exercises where anyone can do them. Perfect. And your website is healingbraininjury.com, correct? Yes. Perfect. Good. And people can find a lot of information about healing on that website. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a wonderful website. There are so many resources. I really enjoyed looking through it this weekend. So, and it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Are there any last thoughts you would like to share with our audience before we wrap up? Uh, You asked me if I uh, would be willing to give the audience any, any handouts. Mm -hmm. And uh, my email is the same as my website, which is healingbraininjury at gmail.com. And if you send me uh, an email with uh, se- telling me that you would be interested to get the book, I will send you a link and you pay only for uh, the, shipping. the shipping. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. And That's I will send you the original book, uh, Healing with a Lovic Heart. I love that. I love this that. is not available anywhere. <laughs> Only if you will send me the email. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's very generous. Thank you so much, Susanna. It's been a true pleasure speaking to you. I'm really excited to to see your work continue and grow and blossom and see all the good that you're putting into the world. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. It was a very interesting discussion. I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for listening to this episode of HealthWise 360 here on the In the Limelight Podcast Network, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and don't forget to tell your friends.